next segment, we're turning to big tech. We talk uh, a lot about big tech on Business Casual, but it's honestly kind of hard to not talk about them because there's always some new piece of technology or policy or, uh, I don't know, some dynamic shift in the market that is going to impact all of us and it's going to impact business as well. Big tech is one of the pillars of our economy, one of the big ones. So let's chat about it. Basically, we're highlighting a Google lawsuit today uh, that I thought was interesting and poses some uh, some questions about how should our uh, internet platforms and our big tech companies approach uh, consent for data usage. And probably some notes worthy of influencing how other businesses might implement data usage if they are gathering data from their consumers or customers. So Google is now facing a major lawsuit in the United States. It's a class action lawsuit uh, for three individuals, at least that's what's listed online, uh, in California, and they're hitting them for $5 billion for tracking private internet use. Now private is in quotations uh, because of some more context, which we'll get into here in a second. But uh, the, uh, the class action lawsuit is basically uh, accusing the Alphabet Inc. branch of collecting information about what people view online and where they browse despite being in incognito mode or private browser mode. Uh, so as you may know, on Chrome or on uh, Safari, right, on most of your browsers, there is a, a private browsing option which basically cancels out your cookie usage while you're browsing and uh, you know claims to have some concept of anonymity though also says uh, that it, it, there's still the opportunity for other websites to gather your data so there is some upfront like look this is private but not 100% private however uh, the lawsuit is basically claiming that the data that they are gathering is beyond the pale uh, of what is acceptable under the uh, pretext of this being a private browsing experience. Uh, The complaint claims that Google gathers data through Google Analytics, Google Ad Manager, and other applications and website plugins, including smartphone apps, regardless of whether users click on the Google-supported ads, even in incognito mode. Google cannot continue to engage in the covert and unauthorized data collection from virtually every American with a computer or phone. That is a uh, quote directly from the complaint. Uh, As we, uh, or excuse me, this is a quote now from Jose Castaneda. He's a Google spokesman. Uh, He said, quote, As we clearly see, each time you open a new incognito tab, websites might be able to collect information about your browsing activity. Uh, So that's kind of what I was mentioning the incognito browser does right off the top give you some sense that this isn't a 100% private endeavor uh, but computer security researchers for a long time have raised concerns that Google and their rivals might augment user profiles by tracking people's identities across different browsing modes combining data from private and ordinary internet surfing uh, and that is uh, something I pulled from, I believe it was a TechCrunch article I found on the information here. Um, So, yeah, very interesting there to see the dynamics between uh, private and uh, public internet consumption and how private is advertised, I guess, uh, and also 
some of the uh, potential ways that private browsing is actually consuming consumer data in a way that consumers might not really want. So, Taylor, what are your thoughts off the bat on this uh, from any of the various perspectives, uh, from, you know, effect on consumers or Google's response or uh, the B2B implications? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, well, I mean, I, I guess first to start, I'm sure that there is, you know, uh, some sort of Google device that's even listening to <laughs> our current conversation. That is true. Here right now, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to speak lightly. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it, it, in all seriousness, I, I have always been under the impression that the incognito mode uh, is to block cookies and third-party trackers, uh, but never to block info from Google itself. Um, I, I do think that there's probably a misconception about that, which I think might actually lend itself to the viability of a class action lawsuit. You know what I mean? Even if it's one of those like in the fine print things, you know, if, if you have a, um, a service or, you know, something that, that's, that's marketed with a specific uh, uh, expectation and that's expectation is widely, um, you know, expected. I, I, I think, yeah, there's definitely some room there, but um, for, from what I have kind of always understood, that was really the way it worked. Um, that being said, I also think that, you know, that that just leads itself to a bigger conversation that a lot of people have been having for, for really years right now, which is, you know, how do we regulate some of the entities that control our literal ability to navigate, you know, the web? And, and you know, while there are other, um, you know, search engines and platforms, you know, outside of Google, um, their reach is so much further than anybody would be able to fully avoid. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that goes down to a question of, you know, how much can Alphabet own? How much can Google own? How much can their reach go uh, unchecked, you know, unbounced and unregulated, unregulated? And if there are going to end up being, you know, a uh, uh, any types of, you know, regulations on what types of data can be um can be captured, can be used, can be sold, uh, how transparent we are with that, you know, who's going to oversee those things. So th these are all conversations that people have been having for, for a long time now. Um, but, but I think that really this just kind of goes to show that we, we don't see a lot behind the curtain, you know, we don't get to see a lot about how things work, you know, and how we are being used and sold as a product. And I think that uh, transparency in that is is really really key. You know, I, I think that that having uh, you know kind of this ability to know what's what and education on uh, how those platforms work for you and how you work for them um, is is really the best thing because you know at the end of the day, nine times out of ten, our information isn't. Um, isn't the type of information that you know is damaging, but that one out of 10 times, you know, is too many times for it to, uh, uh, you know, have e e an impact on somebody or to have, you know, an effect on someone. So, um, like I said, I, I think that this, this just kind of lends itself to a bigger question, to a bigger conversation that, that, uh, you know, we'll hopefully be able to come out of with, uh, uh, you know, tons of, I'm all for a free internet. I think it should be, be open and, and unregulated to a certain degree. Uh, but the usage and selling of people and their data and things like that is not the internet. You know, that's not for the people that is a, a private, um, 
kind of endeavor that I think needs to to, to be watched over. So, um, you know, with, with that in mind, though, um, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get some type of legislation in where we can really open up the discussion and transparency about how we as data and people as data are being used, uh, sold, tracked, recorded, etc. Yeah. Yeah, man. And on top of that, I want to add a little more context. Uh, you know, sometimes it's tough to know how, uh, like, how can our current paradigm be different? How can Google as um, a starting point for consumers and for businesses as well? Because let's be real, Google and a lot of the big tech companies now provide uh, focused cloud services for uh, a lot of businesses, large and small. So, you know, there is an interest in wanting Google to uh, be open and honest with their data tracking. Uh, So it can be kind of difficult to imagine what that difference might look like. I want to point to Europe for a second, because Europe um, has some of the most aggressive tech watchdog, uh, I guess, legislation and action in the whole world right now, um, mm-hmm. you know, is it incredibly effective all the time? No, uh, you know, um, the regulation is skirted around often, but there is much more focused vocal uh, pushback against some of these privacy issues that consumers and businesses uh, might be demanding. So, for example, um, Europe has new regulations. Uh, they basically have a new data privacy law that came out about a year and a half ago. Uh, it's known as the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, uh, that took effect in May of 2018, I believe. Um, but uh, the January, excuse me, yeah, the January date is more specific for when Google was fined $57 million under the new general data protection regulation uh, in Europe. And basically Mm. what this does is uh, the regulation has a clear um, definition that companies must explain how data is collected and used in a very open way. Uh, I'm reading this from a New York Times article, quote, France's data protection regulator, known as CNIL, said Google did not go far enough to get consent from users before processing data. Instead, it said people are largely unaware of the data they are agreeing to share or how Google plans to use the information. In a statement, the regulator said Google's practices obscured how its services, quote, can reveal important parts of their private life since they are based on a huge amount of data, a wide variety of services, and almost unlimited possible combinations, end quote. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another quote, the French Data Protection Authority announced uh, Monday, this was January of 2019, that it had fined Google 50 million euros, or about 57 million, for not properly disclosing to users how data is collected across its services, including its search engine, Google Maps, and YouTube, to present personalized advertisements. So... When we hear that breakdown, it seems to want to set a precedent that our big tech companies and really any company that uh, offers a service in exchange for consumer data and then selling that consumer data and, and mining it basically needs to be more upfront and more clear with some kind of opt-in, opt-out for the consumer and Europe is setting that standard higher than we have here in the United States. Uh, here in the U.S., 
it's still rather up in the air. Uh, and a lot of the onus falls on the consumer specifically to seek and search that out. But why should we expect consumers to know all this? I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lot of our uh, conveniences are, I think, taken for granted to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people sit and question every single piece of data that gets pulled from their time on Google and who it gets sent off to. And imagine if that was clear uh, when you created an account or when you got on Google for the, you know, I don't know, every time you get on for the first time that day, it gives you a pop-up message. Hey, reminder, Google uses your data for XYZ and those companies use it for XYZ. Uh, Would you like to opt into that for you know, whatever reason. So you have a a better experience or you have customized ads and then you can say yes or no. That would be huge. But obviously Google's revenue model is to basically monetize our free usage of the website. So any kind of opt-in, opt-out would put a huge strain on their business model and uh, would force them to find new ways to capitalize on, on the free service of being a free browser being the master switch to our access to the internet um so different countries are asking for different kinds of transparency and even if google isn't doing something that's technically illegal right now uh you know meaning the lawsuit might not materialize you know they might not have to pay out Mm -hmm. the five billion who knows where it will actually go but i think there's something worth analyzing here that there are different standards out there and these standards are well received and these standards put a focus on the people whose data is being mined and that's not just consumers that's you know businesses as well that partner with google uh for you know a litany of different b2b services so i think it's important to both as a consumer and a business professional hold our big tech accountable and be imaginative with what that kind of regulation uh, or what that kind of, um, I guess, ownership and control over our data usage might look like and what that would do for uh, our data and how we interact with these platforms. I think in the long run, it would be incredibly beneficial. Uh, But at the end of the day, in the short term, if you want to avoid Google, you just have to avoid Google, basically, Uh, meaning don't use Google. Don't use Google <laughs> Chrome. Don't get a Google Home. Uh, you know, all of that stuff matters, and it is the most material way to just avoid, <laughs> you know, being tracked for private Internet use. And I know that's not really an applicable solution for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of the point, right? So yeah. so that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, and, and just to, to wrap that up, I, I, I agree. I think that there's, uh, you know, like like we both mentioned, if you have the transparency of, you know, explaining just what you're doing and, and how it's being used, and how it's being done, I think you most users will come to realize that, you know, 90% of, you know, probably 99% of what they use the internet for um, is is viable. You know, that information or some of that data that, that could be taken from you is probably making your internet usage a better experience. But 
what we really need to have is education on if you do need to keep something private. Maybe that's just a, you know, Google search for something that could be, you know, work related or something that is, uh, you know, medical related that you just don't want, you know, anybody who might have, um, you know, general access to either your machines or to your accounts or things like that to uh, for that to just kind of come back to it and having the ability to just know how to use the internet a little bit better is, is I think going to, to be the keys there. And, and I'm all for, you know, having things that, that help create, you know, and, and keep a free, uh, you know, platform for the internet. Um, granted, I don't think Google is one of those companies that might be hurting if they lost a source of revenue, you know, maybe their their ad revenue in general, if that were to be the case, would take a big hit. But, you know, even that $56 million fine is probably, you know, roughly two or three hours worth of Google's, you know, um, income. Right, so I think, right. you know, it's, uh, it's, they, they make massive, massive amounts of money on this. And, um, I think that the idea of using people to sell their, their actions and their behaviors back to them and to other companies and then ask them to pay for it through even services like, you know, a YouTube, which is free and does have ads on it. Um, lots and lots and lots and lots of ads on it. Uh, but then asking somebody to pay for that as a, you know, subscription as well too. There's, there's just so many ways that, that these companies compound their income off of, you know, single users. So I think that making sure that, you know, you should know how much you're worth, you know, I think that, that people should know what their worth of data is as a person and maybe there should be compensation for that. And maybe that's not direct compensation in terms of dollars, but you know, internet usage or access to certain, you know, parts of, a company that you do help perpetuate a lot, whatever the case may be. Um, there's, I, I think that there are models that are completely unexplored and how we can utilize data. It's just the only people who aren't a part of the conversation are the people that the data is being tracked on. And, and I think that once that changes, uh, we'll, we'll be looking at a whole new ballpark and how we can approach that. Couldn't agree more. If there's going to be regulation and change, you got to make sure it's got teeth because, oh, yeah. yeah, $57 million, Google probably went, ha, bye, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Lunch yeah. money. Lunch yeah. money, so, exactly. So. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 